Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I have Terry Saka on with me today, and this guy is a wealth of knowledge. 15 years as a, an accredited asset management specialist, accredited uh, is 15 years in the business, as well as involved in commodities, 10 years, helped thousands of clients to protect their assets. And today he's going to be telling us about two things that are coming. One is the big nuclear threat. For the first time, maybe ever, America is now facing a nuclear threat. And the second thing, for the first time ever, we are facing the death of the dollar. And both of those could come pretty fast. So, Terry Saka, welcome to the Prophecy Club, my brother. Happy New Year, Stan. Glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So tell us about this nuclear threat that we're in. Well, it's a very unique time because right now, this is actually the first time in, in modern history where we are facing not only a nuclear military threat, but we're facing a nuclear financial threat. I call it a weapon of mass destruction financial threat, and it's right on our doorstep. So this is actually pretty serious. Uh, and let's just stick with you know the beginning of it because you know I do have a lot of hope, Stan. I know I, I watch, I follow you a lot, and I know what a lot of the prophecies are saying. Um, it's pretty amazing how a lot of these prophecies seem to be unwinding almost as we speak. I do try to have hope that out of what is going to come, we can rebuild and have a greater, better nation. Uh, but right now, in between these moments, we are facing down something that America, modern America, and people alive today just have not seen. And so it's important that we know so together, collectively, especially in the kingdom, we could be properly prepared, not only just with having food and provision, having our finances properly protected, um, and having our relationship close to God. So we can have that wisdom and understanding because there's a lot more going on than our media is telling us and that we have to, well, we all know now anyway, the media is not exactly the most honest and propaganda seems to be the way it goes. But on the military component, this is pretty serious. The Ukraine war that is, is going on isn't between Russia and Ukraine. This is a war between, don't, let's, let's not kid ourselves, this is a war between Russia and the United States. Now, I know NATO's involved in it, but it's definitely the United States. We have escalated going back to 2014 when we did the coup. And this is a coup under Obama. They, they got rid of the duly elected president. At that time, our uh, spec op agencies, uh, the alphabet agencies, you could say, started installing neo-Nazis into Ukraine, as well as weapon systems. So this is very important because people think that this was just off the cuff of, of Russia, but it really wasn't. And so the, the neo-Nazi component was there to harass the whole eastern half of Ukraine. And it got pretty serious because Ukraine got to the point where they were actually bombing and killing Russian citizens in the Donbass area. Well, then it escalated to what we now know as this, they call skirmish or special mission, but it's a lot deeper than that. NATO is committing to end the Russian Federation as they know it, period. You have France now committing tanks 
You have the United States now committing Bradley vehicles as well as Patriot missile systems. We've already, I mean, the American people should be livid at this. We have already spent $100 billion, $100 billion to be at war with Russia. We thought, I believe they thought they could break the Russian economy. Unfortunately, that backfired tremendously because Russia, having 70 plus trillion in natural resources, has now been able to sell those resources to the East, the Middle East, and they're doing fine. They're not, it's not exactly perfect, but they're not hurting like I think the West was hoping. This military incursion, it looks like, is a do or die. It is getting to the point where because we started it, they now put sanctions on Russia deep financial sanctions. They have already, the West has already stolen hundreds of billions. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not here to defend Putin. I'm merely saying what the West has engaged in. Before, the, before I would just say Sloppy Joe took over, and before this whole thing started, we were at peace in the world. There was no war for a few years. President Trump had really got the, after the COVID had really got the world on a economic prosperity. The, the world economy was ready to boom because of the trillions of printed currencies around the world. The very first thing they do when they get in is they start this Ukrainian uprise and they start bombing and they forced the hand. They forced Russia to do this. Now, I'm saying all that because it doesn't matter if we think Putin bad in the West there's too many people in America who want, you know, Russia down. Okay, fine. That's not my point. The point here that we have never seen is we are inches away. And I know many don't believe this, but we're putting Patriot missile systems in Ukraine. We are putting Bradley fighting vehicles in Ukraine. The Western media is lying to us. Russia is kicking Ukraine's can. It is escalating. So instead of sending peace emissaries to Russia to try to work out a solution, we are increasing the missile systems and armaments we are sending uh, to Ukraine. We are basically forming a proxy war with Russia. And if people understand Ukraine, it's like a, a um, I guess you could say like a football field or a bowling alley for Europe meaning all the other regions and countries have deep mountains. And so Europe can't really invade Russia on that pretense. But Ukraine is like a bowling alley. You can just march right through Ukraine because it's flat ground, a lot of farmland, and you can march right into Russia. So Russia has made it very, very clear. They are not backing down. They are not going to allow the West to encroach. They are furious that the West has basically reneged on the uh, the Minsk agreement that the West said they would never encroach to the East at this level. And we have violated that. Russia will not allow this to happen. So all that said, we are not only not looking for peace, we are escalating a war with a serious nuclear power and as an ex-military, ex-army, I got to tell you, Russia has some very good military weapons, hypersonic missile systems, things we don't have and things we cannot defend against. 
So here we are depleting our military supply to defend our homeland for Ukraine's sake. And we are doubling down with this confrontation with Russia. If we continue to do this, there may be an incident. Remember how wars are done. A lot of the times it's a very small incident that escalates into a very large war. All I know is Russia is not going to allow the West to get that close to their border and they are going to maintain those regions. Even Henry Kissinger came out and said, we really should try to find peace, which I'm surprised because he's the big war hawk, but he knows how close we are to, they're already dropping thermobomic bombs, but how close we are to a nuclear conflict. That is a big deal because if it gets out of control, we could see nuclear bombs dropping. And as America and especially Europe, this is not in our best interest. There was no reason whatsoever to go into this level of escalation with a nuclear power except the fact that our banking system in the West is collapsing. Our debts are, are escalating out of control. We're losing dollar hegemony and they know it. And so I think going after Russia, China's going to be next, especially with Taiwan. The United States is making its last stand to see if the dollar will remain world reserve, but it's already over. We've already blown it and the world is now multi. So you see, this is not only harming Americans in ways we don't understand, well, most Americans don't understand, it's Europe. They are sacrificing like you can't believe because Europe needs the Russian oil and gas. The Europeans are the pawns in this, and you're gonna find out come this year how financially ruined Europe and especially Germany is. But if we don't stand down, we are looking at potential nuclear war. And what a lot of people don't understand is this is about the dollar survival. This isn't just a skirmish. If the United States loses this war in Ukraine, the dollar is absolutely going to collapse. We will lose our sovereignty right to the world as a reserve currency. And that's a pretty serious problem. Okay, I've got four questions for you. First question is, uh, do you, or what is involved in a person calling cornerstoneassetmetals.com and getting an account set up, or what's the process if they want to start talking to someone about possibly getting gold, silver, rhodium, or palladium? What's the process? Well, I mean, before I get that question, let me just say this is, you know, we in America have to remain hopeful and have to remain positive in this respect that the world at times deals with these things. And we have to know all through history when this stuff happens, even if it gets to this point, we are looking at a serious financial crisis to our dollar. And so together, just like in Rome, when the Romans, the, those that held on to the gold and silver at the end of the Roman collapse were the ones that held on to true money and had the wealth going into the aftermath of the Roman collapse. So not to say the United States is collapsing, but this is a very serious fourth turning transition. So the process I think is important because it's simple. 
If it's IRAs, you just start talking to one of the dealers and you work out the dynamics of, of where it's at, where you're doing, how much allocation you want. They'll help you with the paperwork. It's just a few pieces of paper, very easy to transact, uh, very easy to get submitted. And then the transfer is taken care of by the custodian so you can protect your assets that are in retirement accounts. For those that want physical gold and silver at their home, I remember this is how the Romans did it in the end time when the Rome was collapsing. Hang on to what is real money right now. Be very cautious, overloaded in currency that is a debt instrument IOU and paper. Because in this chaos, we want to have real assets and everyone from Goldman Sachs is up knows that we're getting ready to go into a gold bull market and silver is going to be the major recipient of that. So for those that want physical sent home, bury it in your backyard, stick it in a gun safe, whatever makes you feel comfortable. All you have to do is get in touch with us. They can register online for information. They can give us a call, start talking with one of the dealers. We are all very on fire. Most of us went to Bible school together. We are serious about the unity of the kingdom, and we all are in this together. We can actually do a check by phone stand, really over the phone, to process the order. Once everything processes, we can have it then shipped directly to your home, insured and anonymous, and then you can take it from there. And let me just say, I mean, I've known Terry for a number of years here. He's a good uh, Christian, good prophecy student. And I love the first time that I called their office. <laughs> prophecy Club. We love Prophecy Club. All the other listeners, we have to explain what's going on. Prophecy Club, they know what's going on. They yeah. start telling us what's going on. What's going on. So that's good. Okay, second question. So do you give them advice if they, you know, maybe not know too much about gold and silver and what to do and how to do it and all. You give them advice on which one to get gold, silver, rhodium, palladium. You give them advice like that. Yeah, we definitely do. We talk them, we talk it through. We ask them what their objective is. Everybody has a different objective. Some people just want to make money. Some people don't want to be in the banking system. Some people are just literally getting it for their children and their children's children. So everybody has a different reason. And so depending on what your reasoning is, there's definitely better strategies to have an allocation of gold versus silver. Um, I would probably stay away from uh, palladium or rhodium. They're extremely expensive, although very nice metals. Uh, but if you have excessive amounts of money, maybe some of that is good because it's a very rare metal that is needed. But definitely silver and gold and the mixture of that, we talk it through depending on your circumstance. And I think that's the biggest difference with us than others is we're actually very knowledgeable. We're not scripted salespeople trying to sell something. We actually are ministry driven and want to find out what is best for you and your future and what your reasoning is because everybody has a different reason and it's all about a relationship at that point. And you follow Prophecy Club. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. Third question. So what is the process of them actually getting some, some kind of precious metal, gold or silver or whatever? They call and then what happens? Well, once you feel comfortable and then the, the finances are actually sent to us, once we have funds, we lock, well, we actually lock things in before the funds arrive, but uh, we do that as courtesy. But once we collect the funds, 
we actually lock in the material. We lock in the material right away when a, when a trade is actually done, meaning we own the material, whether it be grains of gold, grains of silver, whatever you're buying. And then once the funds are collected, you go into the queue and you get in line basically with everyone else, depending on what you ordered. Once the order is complete, it goes into fulfillment, it goes into the warehouse, gets packed up, and then we get tracking numbers and we forward tracking numbers to you, make contact with you and let you know here it's coming. If it's an IRA, it actually transfers from the mint or depository directly into the depository managed by the custodian. And then you get reports from your custodian that the physical precious metal of gold and silver is actually in your account. Okay. Now the fourth and big question. Okay. So society falls apart. All of a sudden, I've got my gold and silver, and I need to trade it in. I need it quick. What's that process? Well, the quick part of it is depending on you know where you're at, you can easily barter with gold and silver. There's people all the time, even today, that will trade. They will trade their silver or gold. If someone has something they want, it's a barter. It's a trade. You can sell it locally. There will be a million places locally, whether it be uh, coin shops, refineries that we can always help guide people. If not, they can always send it back to us. We will be glad to take any precious metal back at any time. And once we receive it, we will lock that price in, convert it to currency and wire those funds directly to your account. But the beautiful thing, which a lot of people don't realize, gold and silver is actually real money. It's not currency. So even if you didn't sell it and convert it to currency, you're going to find out if it really hits the fan that real gold and silver is money and you may not have to convert it at all. You just have to trade it for whatever service or good you're looking for. Okay, so they are, they've got the, the silver coins that, that come from you that are not official U.S. coins. They're one ounce of silver. Are they going to be accepted just as much as any other one ounce silver coin? Oh, for sure. Matter of fact, probably better. I mean, there are a lot of people that don't like that, um, what we call char negatively charged, and I would say spiritually negatively charged sovereign government coins, that's for sure. Uh, but silver is silver. And so for anybody that's in the business of silver, you can weigh one troy ounce and you know 31.1 grams is 31.1 grams. You can test not only chemically, x-ray it. There are so many ways now that we know it's real gold and real silver. And so that makes it a lot easier to, to turn in because it's, it's money and it's not something that's really a secret anymore. Okay. On to the, the second part that you wanted to cover. So yeah. I believe, and the prophecies say that the dollar is in the process of dying, but you yeah. in the financial industry Probably no even more. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, it's a little worse than just the dollar, Stan. That's that's the problem. You know, because we have gotten into the point of printing fiat currencies, these things right here, we have printed these so much. Now, this actually is a silver certificate note. On the top, it says silver certificate. It was the day when these used to be one ounce of silver. Um, that was the good old days. But the world itself has been printing so much currency, it is literally a nuclear bomb in the financial system. And just to kind of give you an idea, 
at the, in the Nixon era back in 1971, he closed the gold window, basically make it so we no longer use gold or silver as our currency or money. We made it fiat currency at the time. Now, he said it was temporary, but that was always a lie. The world is at issue here, not just the dollar, but because the dollar was the reserve currency and because we have printed trillions of currency notes globally, especially since COVID, we have printed 40% of all the currency we've ever printed in the United States in just the last couple of years. So if you just look at it from 1971, the world debt was around $4 trillion. So it was big, but not really considering the world where today it's actually hundreds and hundreds of trillions of dollars. But here's where it gets really bad and why I say it's a WMD for the financial system. Why I also contend they are pushing at the World Economic Forum for this great reset for a digital ID, digital currency world, because they know this system is going down because they created it and they want to try to usher us in. Now, I personally think they're going to attempt down the road that will lead into the mark of the beast, but they are going to attempt to destroy the system as we know it. Why it's so important that we protect ourselves in the interim. And this is all happening, mind you, over the next two years. And my inside sources taught me by 2025, it's all over. It's all happening now. They say by 2030, which I think is 2025, because I think it ends. The world debt, this is huge, Dan, the debt and derivative. Derivatives are basically investments from insurance companies, brokerage firms, hedge funds that are, are like bets. Uh, if a market goes one way or a policy and when you add derivatives, but they're financial instruments, wait until you see the numbers in the shadow banking system. That's not on the mainstream financial system. When you add it all up, the world is at a staggering 2.5 quadrillion dollars. Now, a quadrillion, it's stunning we even say this, a quadrillion is 999 trillion. And so we're talking 2.5 quadrillion dollars today is our debt and derivative obligation. And we figure by the next five years or so, we'll be upwards to three quadrillion. Never in the history of the world has the world and the nations been at this level of debt, especially with fake financial instruments like derivatives? This is a big deal. So basically, and put it in a layman's term, the can they always kick down the road? It's time. Pay the piper is time. It is now. This is either going to implode through default, Meaning this, you know, mind you, this happened at the fall of 2019. That's why I contend that miraculously this really weird thing came around the world and shut the world economy down. But in the fall of 2019, the banking systems were collapsing. This is either going to implode internally, 
banks are going to collapse. How do we know what I'm saying is true? There is a video that I have that I'll be putting on my program and F from the FDIC, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. They were meeting and discussing how or if we tell the American people that bail-ins are coming, bank bail-ins. Now, what a bank bail-in is, it's in the provision. This is in law. It was written in 2008 in the Dodd-Frank bill. When a bank collapses, your money will be confiscated and you will receive shares of the bank. Now, mind you, you're going to receive like stock shares of a bank that just collapsed. And then maybe one day that bank returns to viability and you can cash those shares in for money. That is known as a bail-in. So instead of it coming from the taxpayers, it's going to come from people who have their funds in the bank. Because remember, you're an unsecured creditor in the bank. You don't have the rights you think you do. And when people say, oh, I have FDIC insurance, well, you need to read the bylaws because the FDIC insurance has 99 years to pay you back. And they first pay back derivative holders, second, secured creditors, and third, you and me. So the FDIC is on video in a conference discussing, should we tell the American people about the bail-ins that are coming? They know it's coming. Then another member said, well, I don't know if we should tell them because then there'll be bank runs and it'll be chaos. So maybe we shouldn't tell them at all. And when you see them have this conversation, you just about gasp. They know this is coming. And it's from their words in their mouth, not me saying it. So when they know there will be bank collapses, it's important. Now, we need money in a bank to, for certain things. But I tell you, if you're sitting, and I know people who are sitting with hundreds and hundreds of thousands in a bank account, that is a huge mistake right now. I would definitely be joining your brothers and sisters that are doing it and doing it with peace of mind, buying gold and silver, putting it in a private depository, whatever makes you secure while we walk this out over the next couple of years. So we either implode the financial system internally, banks start collapsing like in 2008, but on steroids worldwide, or we go to full-blown World War III which everybody keeps saying is not going to happen, but I'm not so sure that's not possible because every great war starts out small and then goes into it. And then there's a couple other points I'll get to if you have a question that'll kind of wrap this up, but this is how we know we're never going back to the way it was. Okay, so they want to talk to someone. They want to talk to your outfit and they want to look at possibly getting some gold and silver what do they do? What's I would the register on our website for sure. Register for information. Start talking to one of the dealers. Call us up. Give us a call. Reach out to us and let's discuss your options and start developing that relationship. Because this isn't about just buying some gold and silver for collection or for fun. This is about protecting and preserving your assets. Now we are a multipolar world since we started this war with Russia. Now Russia, China, the BRIC nations are forming a commodity-backed system. And here is 
the evidence on the wall, and I'm talking the most sophisticated in finance know this. Yeah, Russia is doing now a petrol gold. China is doing a petrol wand, and China is now hoarding gold, getting ready for war. Our petrol dollar is gone. Russia and China are now turning oil and energy into gold. What does that tell you? All right, Terry Saka, CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Thank you for being on The Prophecy Club. God bless you, Stan. Thank you.